Hello you guys, today is 1st February 2022 and today I will be reading the editorials of the Hindu newspaper and today there are two editorials I will be reading. First one is about Air India and second one is about Nadal winning the Rafael Nadal winning the Australian Open. So the first one goes like this, the heading is Turbulence Ahead. It is about Air India will need all the managerial expertise it can get to turn into a successful buy. This is how the article goes. The Tata Group's consummation of its acquisition of Air India last week both last week marks both the culmination of the airline's return to its original founders after an almost seven decade decade hiatus as well as the start of an arduous long haul flight for its loss for the loss making formerly state owned owned flag carrier the tata's enthusiasm for winning back what once was country's ironic, iconic airline brand notwithstanding the skies in which the industry operates have changed considerably a look at the market share data from domestic air passenger segment clearly shows that budget or low cost flights flights now hold a dominant position commanding about four fifths of the market <coughs> the tata group full the tata group's full service venture vista vistara with no the tata group's full service venture vistar vistara with no less a partners than no less a partner than Singapore Airlines on board, has struggled to establish a foothold and with Air India's addition, the Tatas find themselves saddled with a bulk of their combined domestic market share of twenty three percent as of November. Being in the being in the less in demand full service segment, nor nor is the group's newly combined share from the low-cost segment comprising Air Asia India's 5.9% and the fractional share of that Air India's Air India Express has significant enough at the moment to give it a scale in the high-volume business that the Tata Group is said to be considering consolidating Air India's domestic low-cost services along with Air Asia India's operations in the operations is a clear indication that Tata's Tata bosses realize the need to optimize the varied aviation resources that are now in countries fold so as to enhance viability on the internet on the international front too Air India faces multiple challenges not the least of which is the government's current pandemic related curves on commercial international flights with foreign carriers restricted to limited capacity under air in air transport bubbles arrangement air india too has found itself constrained in the number of overseas flights it can operate under the bilateral arrangements with the counterpart countries the tatas though could use the current curtailment of overseas services as an opportunity to undertake a long overdue overhaul of Air India's in-flight experience. Also, with Vistara now operating to a few select overseas destinations, the Tata will, Tatas will need to 
decide if they would want a younger in-house competitor to air india once covid-19 restrictions are lifted and normalcy restored as regards international flights for the tata group the choice going forward will need to be strategic with the domestic market set to see more churn with at least one new budget airline set to enter and other rivals struggling for capital the group needs to decide whether it wants to add capacity to budget offering or stay a predominantly full service carrier at the time when the more lucrative business class travel is has been hit and with aviation fuel costs set to soar further Air India will need to tap into all of the Tata's wanted managerial managerial expertise if it has it is to turn into a successful buy. So this was the first article. The second one about the Rafael Nadal. The heading is the title is another one. Nadal keeps overcoming the challenges posed by age and injury. This is how the article goes. in legendary sporting career there comes a moment which perfectly encapsulates the champion's relentless pursuit of transcendent brilliance for sachin tendulkar it was replacing a it for sachin tendulkar it was reaching 100 international hundreds and for kapil dev it was getting 432 test match wickets to become the then highest wicket taker it spells consistency across decades and geographies on blamey sunday morning in melbourne it was the turn of rafael nadal to attain similar nirvana with a record with a record 21st men's singles grand slam title passing roger federer and novak djokovic in all time tally the 35 year old is only the fourth man in history after roy emerson rod laver and djokovic to win all four majors at least twice nadal was not best spelled to achieve what he did for much of the second half of 2021 he was in exile and a chronic foot foot injury had him considering retirement in australia he was physically subprime and in the final against daniel medvedev a 6 feet 6 inches albatross who barely 5 months ago fedel felt Djokovic at the 2021 US Open with a blindingly devastating performance he was on the cusp of defeat down two sets and three break points but but what came to the fore was Nadal's greatest trait the uncanny ability to thrive when barely allowed to live culminating in what he called his greatest comeback and most unexpected achievement of his already glittering career the precious decade in australia has been one of disappointment of the spaniard having lost four finals including two from winning positions a repeat seemed in the win- in the offing when deep in the fifth set he failed to serve out the match but such was the rare field height series that he quickly left a bad service game behind relaxed into the moment and earned another opportunity for a shot at history that he would not miss there was a history maker among women too as the class 
Ashley Barty, a player with indigenous Australian heritage, won her maiden major on home soil, a first of foreign Australian since 1978 and third overall after 2019 French Open and 2021 Wimbledon. Adept on grass and clay courtesy her first first rate footwork and outstanding racket skills barty seamlessly transitioned to the acrylic adding some aggression while keeping her finesse and variety intact even in the crowded marketplace the even in the crowded marketplace that global tennis is there are no styles personas quite like nadal's and barty's it was apt that the event ended with rousing victories for the duo, despite the fog of Djokovic's reportation saga that had settled pre-tournament. For India's, for Indians, Sanya Mirza's announcement of retirement at the end of the season will bring a tinge of sadness, but the year ahead will be another opportunity to relive and celebrate her stunning achievements and, tri- and trial-blazing legacy. So this was the two two articles today I read and today is also the budget day. So tomorrow uh, tomorrow the editorials will be all about budget. We will see how the budget goes. I think I should be reading one more one more editorial and this is this about Putin. The title is The Mind and the State of Russia's President. In a sense, Putin is seeking to rewrite history with an attempt to push NATO back and restore Russian stature. And this this sounds interesting to me. I will read. So this was written by Rakesh Sood. In early January, there is a flurry of diplomatic activity beginning with talks of Geneva between United States Deputy Secretary of State Wendy R. Sherman and Russian Deputy Foreign Minister Sergei Ryabkov, shifting to Brussels for North Atlantic Treaty Organization NATO. Russia Council meeting on January 12. With the finale, finale being 57-member organization for security and cooperation in Europe (OSCE) meeting in Vienna the following day, the immediate provocation was the presence of one lakh Russian forces, backed by heavy artillery, tanks, and armored personnel carriers on U.S. on Russia-Ukraine border, generating apprehensions about an imminent invasion. The diplomacy has continued with meetings and phone calls at the highest level. In the absence of any forward movement, the situation in Ukraine remains tense as analysts try to read Russian President Vladimir Putin's mind about Russia's next move. Russian Problems In 2008, the Bucharest NATO summit declaration offered an open-ended time frame for a membership to Georgia and Ukraine. Russia was quick to pick up the gauntlet, months later citing Georgian President Mikhail Saakashvili's acquisition actions in South Ossetia Ossetia as provocation. Russia intervened, Russia intervened talking, taking over the Georgian provinces of South Ossetia and Az- 
एंड अबखाजिया एज प्रोटेस्ट माउंटेड इन ट्वेंटी थर्टीन अगेंस्ट यूक्रेनियन प्रेसिडेंट विक्टर यानू कोविचीव कोविच हुन एज प्रो रशिया रशिया एनेक्स्ट क्रिएमिया लेजिटिमाइजिंग इट विद एन एस्टिमेटेड नाइन्टी फोर परसेंट वोट इन रेफरेंडम इन ट्वेंटी फोर्टीन फॉर द लास्ट सेवन ईयर्स द ईस्टर्न प्रोविंस ऑफ लाहौंस्क एंड हैव सीन प्रो रशियन मिलेटरी मिलेशियाज फाइटिंग द यूक्रेनियन फोर्सेज इन अ सिविल वॉर दैट हैज क्लेम्ड ओवर टेन थाउजेंड लाइव हाउएवर ट्रबल कम्स इन मल्टीपल्स इवन एज मिस्टर पुतिन ट्राइज टू डैम्पन द यूक्रेनियन टेल्ट टू द वेस्ट ही हैज हैड टू शोर अप द बेलारूस प्रेसिडेंट एलेक्जेंडर लुकाशेंको who's moved to get a sixth term who's moved to get a sixth term in the office sparked widespread protests creating a new uncertainty on russian borders in the south caucasus caucasus fighting had broken broken out between azerbaijan azerbaijan and russian treaty ally armenia over disputed area of nagorno karabakh in the end 2020 russia brokered a ceasefire that has proven to be cleaner turkish president recep tayyip erdogan has been expanding his regional role and provided vital military support to enable azerbaijan to gain the upper hand in ukraine too turkey had sold has sold drones and other military hardware to bolster president volodymyr zelensky's ability to resist Russian advances all this even as Mr Erdogan's engagement with Russia in the Astana process on Syria and his client for the S400 missile defense system in Central Asia in early January protests against fuel prices increases in Kazakhstan led to violence prompting president Qasim Zomar Tokayev to to say, to issue suit at site orders on to the security forces mr tokayev took over in 2019 from nur sultan nazar baev who had ruled for 29 years but public protest forced him to resign however he remained remained influential as a chair of national security committee controlling the defense intelligence and police sectors through his loyalties loyalists he has since quit and his right hand man former prime minister karim masimo was sacked was sacked as head of national security committee and arrested for treason mr tokayev also reached out to mr putin and for the first time since it was set up in 2002 the collective security treaty organization csto has sent russian led 4000 strong military contingent to restore law and order and protect key government facilities csto was a russian initiative and includes armenia belarus kazakhstan kyrgyzstan and tajikistan 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 notwithstanding the multiple eruptions in the borderlands russians russians russian foreign minister sergey lavrov 
captured the Kremlin sentiment when the when he described the former Soviet territories not not as free sovereign and liberated national nation states but as territories that lack ownership seeking lost glory in a sense president presidents biden biden and putin both seeking to rewrite history the us would like a return in the 1990s its unipolar movement when it is when it set into motion the eastward expansion of both nato and european unions as an instrument for ensuring european security it engaged russia through nato nato's partnership for peace that grew into nato's russia council with over two dozen working groups covering arms arms control non proliferation counter terrorism logistics peacekeeping civil emergency etc mr putin thinks differently he considers the breakup of the ussr the biggest tragedy of 20th century and has called the eastward expansion of nato nato that added 14 new baltic and central east european member states in stages as an existential threat at the 2007 munich security conference mr putin raised the issue of security guarantees for russia for the first time he has also described the protest movement colored colored revolutions in the former soviet republics as western attempts at bringing about regime change he seeks to push nato and restore russian stature and influence to what ussr enjoyed during the bipolar era on Gen- on december 17 russia had presented two parallel drafts on security guarantees with the us and nato this included a prohibition on any further nato expansion removal of all us nuclear weapons from europe and us troops to be restricted to nato territory prior to expansion as in 1997 these would also have curtailed the us naval vessels from the black sea the barents sea in the north and on okhotsk sea in the east these demands were dismissed by the us as non starters in turn it proposed talks on arms control military deployments constraints on military exercises and confidence building while declaring that russia had no intention to invade ukraine russian deputy minister sergey ryabkov reiterated that ukraine must never never ever join nato and warned or went warned of military and technical consequences that could put european security at risk Ms Sherman maintained the, that NATO's open door policy was non-negotiable while Washington hinted at crippling economic and trade sanctions if Russia inter- intervened in Ukraine the talks in Geneva Brussels Vienna ended in stalemate brinkmanship continues risk of overreach on January 14 over 70 Ukrainian government sites were subjected to be cyber attack with a warning be afraid and expect the worst <coughs> ukraine has attributed it to russia the same day white house press secretary jen saki 
disclosed intelligence that Russia had pre-positioned special forces and operatives to undertake flag, false flag operations in eastern Ukraine, warning Russia against using it as a pretext for intervention on January 27. Mr. Biden said he expects Mr. Putin to make a move in February. In the recent past, former U.S. President Donald Trump was called NATO a drain on the U.S. was called NATO a drain on the U.S. and French President Emmanuel Macron had called NATO brain dead. While U.S. President Joe Biden has sought to rebuild alliances, the massive withdrawal from Afghanistan left NATO allies doubting long-term U.S. commitments. Barely six months ago, France recalled its ambassador from Washington and Australia, protesting against the creation of AUKUS, a trilateral security pact between Australia, UK and the US in 2021 that led Australia to cancel its multi-billion submarine deal with France. There were fewer and fewer NATO candidates ready to host U.S. nuclear weapons. The 2008 declaration about expanding NATO to include Georgia and Ukraine was seen as a rash promise that NATO was keen to forget. Even Russia's takeover of Crimea had had been overlooked, but Russian actions in the Ukraine has had, have revived NATO, giving it a new lease of life while restoring its original purpose. On China, the U.S. focus on China and Indo-Pacific was an opening that Russia sought to exploit. But Mr. Biden cannot afford to ignore Europe or be accused of appeasing Russia. Mr. Putin is shrewd enough to know that shifting U.S. focus away from China cannot be Rus- cannot be in Russian interest. It makes Russia more dependent economically on China because the Nord Stream 2 gas pipeline remains frozen and sanctions isolate it from European markets. Further, it gives China a free hand to expand its influence in Central Asia, an overtly antagonizing relationship with US and the Europe may also limit Russian oppositions. Russian options in West and South Asia. Ultimately, a war in Ukraine is something that neither Russia nor US want. Both need to way, need a way out of the escalatory spiral. The recent talks about the recent talks have brought Russian concerns about NATO's eastward expansion center stage. Now, Mr. Putin has to decide which is greater challenge: a liberal-oriented Ukraine or confrontation with a rejuvenated NATO together with an unconstrained China. The choice is clear. Rakesh Sood is a former diplomat and currently distinguished fellow at Observer Research Foundation. So this was today's article reading, editorials reading. And I am going to finish. Today what else I am going to do is I have to study three classes of my macroeconomics to finish my syllabus to uh, to recover to reach to the current classes 
as i am i am three classes back i have to cover three classes and then i will be equal to the syllabus and from the next week i'll be joining the classes and after that i will do i will do some notion work and create some templates and templates and database i will learn databases management etc and will create an blueprint of what i want in my notion uh, database or how i want to uh, create this thing uh create this uh, i want to consolidate my studies over notion and i want to arrange it so to arrange all the studies i have to create databases and templates etc and for that i will be finished my learning today and i will create a blueprint on paper about how i want my how i want to how i am imagining me no 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 how i want uh, how i want to arrange my uh, study materials etc and after that by, by in the night by before sleeping uh, i will read the guide i have read 100 i am on 104 page 104th page i'll finish the chapter 6 that will end on 116 tonight so this will be my day from now on to right now it's 12 12 pm 12:11 pm so thank you for listening that's it for today thank you and regarding it uh, i was i put my phone on the left of the newspaper and while reading it my mind was a little i was it was little i was finding a little, little tough to ignore the phone so that was one problem here i'll be thinking i'll be improving this one too and other than that this was all for today thank you